<laughs> Welcome to 2022. We're on holidays at the moment, but here's an old episode from our archives. We'll be back soon with some new ones. Hi, welcome to Kids First, a podcast created by Kids for Kids. I'm Lily. And I'm Evie. And each month we talk to people about their jobs. This month we're talking to Prue, a primary school teacher. Fact, back in the 1800s, kids used to take tin pails or buckets to school with their lunch inside. Kids wanted to be like their parents who took metal boxes to work with their lunch inside so they started taking old cookie tins to school as lunch boxes. We acknowledge that we are on the lands of the Wurundjeri people who have been custodians of this land for thousands of years. Hello, Prue. Hello, Lily. Hello, Evie. Hi. Why did you become a primary school teacher? Well, it wasn't something I went straight into. When I left school, I actually worked in different jobs. I worked at the women's hospital in medical administration, and I was a secretary there. And then I worked for my dad, who was an estate agent. And I got a little bit bored with that. I got sick of people ringing up because I used to do the rentals. So all I seemed to do is ring up plumbers and organise people to go and fix their houses. And then somebody suggested that maybe I might make a good primary school teacher and I started thinking about it and um, decided I'd do it. I was about 27 when I decided to do primary school teaching. What did you have to do to become a primary school teacher? Okay, well, there were three years of study at Burwood, Teachers College, as it was then, and you did teaching rounds, so you got experience going out into the schools, just like your pre-service teachers that teach you. And after that, teaching became a four-year course, so I did a graduate diploma in drama to make it a four-year course, which was fun. When did you start teaching? I started when I was about 30. So most people, if they've gone straight from school, would start teaching about 22, maybe. So I was a bit of an oldie when I started. (laughs) Still am. (laughs) Who were your two favourite students from last year? That is a really tough question because, as you know, it's a bit like being a mum and dad when you've got a few kids, you don't have favourites. I do have favourite years and I must admit last year was pretty good. Great bunch of kids. But I can't say who my two favourite students were because it just, you're part of the group. It's like part of the family. Sad face. Sad face. Sorry, girls. (laughs) What's your favourite thing about being a teacher? Well, it has to be being with the kids. I'm not that keen on staff meetings and all the boring stuff that you have to do. But the time in the classroom is the best part. And, yeah, just having fun, seeing kids learn, seeing kids discover things. Yeah, working with other teachers who are enthusiastic, it's it's a really good job. Yeah, and I can sometimes imagine that it would sometimes be fun writing on the whiteboard because all of the kids, when someone says, right, now can someone please write the thing for the sentence, then everyone's like... Yeah, hands up. Yeah. put their hand up straight away. Yeah, <laughs> there's good, yeah, there's great things to do. Is it hard when kids aren't listening? What do you do? does get me into a little bit of a bad mood, unfortunately. I get annoyed, like if a kid is distracting other people and stopping them from learning, I think that's when I get really a bit cross and a bit frustrated because I just think they're messing up someone else's chance to learn. I mean, not everyone's going to be sparked up and ready to go every single day, so I do understand that. But there's the kids that sort of 
just try to undermine what's happening I get a little bit cross with. Hopefully if your teaching program is really interesting and kids are involved in hands-on activities I think most of the time kids are pretty good and, and join in so yeah it's up to us to make sure that learning's exciting and dynamic and fun for you guys. The best class I remember doing was with you making a 3D toy. How do you come up with such cool ideas that make students excited about learning? When we plan, we get teachers together and we organise all these ideas of what we think will work and how we think we'll run things. I mean, there is a curriculum that we're responsible for and we have to make sure that we cover certain things. But how we choose to do it is really teacher choice. And I think the good thing is planning with teachers. And we do, at the end of each term, reflect on what went well and what didn't go so well. But I'm glad you enjoyed that. Well, this, this year we took five integrated study sessions to do toy making. And then we had a toy expo. So we probably made it bigger and better this year. This year. Anyway, if you come back and visit us in grade two, you can see the work they did. I can already see a picture in my head because of your great explaining. (laughs) (laughs) Do you practice teaching lessons on your kids before teaching it at school? Do you mean my own kids? As in Chris and Claire? Yeah. Who are 25 and 27. (laughs) Do you think they'd let me sit down and go... Now I'm going to try out this maths lesson and see how it goes. I don't really do that, but I do tell them lots of things that happen at school and they like hearing about the kids and I think they get to know lots of names of who's in my class and who's doing what things. Yeah, they know about you too. They know that I'm doing the podcast. So they know what I'm doing this afternoon and they, they know the work that you're doing, which is pretty exciting. But I do remember as a kid I used to sit down and practice teaching and I'd teach my dogs how to do things, spell and count. They would have been bored to tears. Yeah, I used to make them sit and do things. So when I was little, I went down to the Merry Creek a lot. I had a chalkboard or a whiteboard in my room and then I used to make my mum and dad sit down and I, I made up a animal creature Banto. It was pink and purple and then at night it used to steal kids' scooters and bikes. And you invented all these stories. Yeah. And there's an art thing that Evie did with me when she came over. So we had this piece of paper and then we folded it into three separate parts. And then so someone would draw the head still and it would be folded up and then They'd flip it over and then the other person's turn and then they didn't know what the other person did so then they just do a random body and then Last the person the would legs. flip it over and then and then the feet and this mm-hmm. crazy masterpiece. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, mm-hmm. all those things are so much fun, aren't they? Well, maybe you two might end up doing something along the teaching lines or creative story writing or anything. You're a librarian at the school. Why are books important for kids? Oh, I think they're important for kids and adults. Like they just give you a wonderful way to relax and explore the world, read about different people's experiences, go to places you've never been. Yeah, there's just so many wonderful things you can get out of books. They're just the best. What are your top three favourite books that children at primary school would read? One of my favourite ones is Let's Get a Pub. It was a book week book years and years ago and it just reminded me so much of my little dog, Wo Woey. 
that I had at the time. And while he came to school when that book was shortlisted and he looked identical to the pictures and I really love that and every time I teach I make sure I do that. And also the Anthony Brown books, I just love all those Willy the Wimps and all of those make me laugh. I think I like ones that make me laugh, I've decided. So, yeah, that's the sort of books I enjoy. Evie, do you have a favourite book? Yes, it's one that I made. Well, it's not a book. Oh, it's a story. Yep, called? Corn the Unicorn. Corn the Unicorn. Now, when was this written? In grade two. This is a question we ask everyone we interview. What did you want to be when you were our age? Mm, well, probably a teacher. But then I took a long way round to get there. Yeah, probably a teacher because I used to sit there and try and teach those dogs to count and do different things. But, yeah, I didn't always do teaching and I've come in and out of teaching my whole life, really. Like, I've done other things in between career. So, yeah, it's been good. Thank, Thank you for coming. Jinx, no, that's not Jinx. Thank you for coming in, Pooh. No one really had to go anywhere because we're at our school and we're doing it in the Japanese science room, but thank you for letting us interview you. Uh, absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. <laughs> We've had some listener feedback this month. Thanks, Cohen, for your ideas. Cohen would like Kids First to interview a roadside worker or a tow truck driver. We'll definitely look into it for you. Thanks, Cohen. Thanks for listening to Kids First. Tell your friends all about it. You can contact us at kidsfirst.com.au or via Twitter at kids underscore verse.